Yep. <laughs> How's it going? Oh my God. I feel awful. <laughs> I feel awful. Yeah. You feel dirty. I bet. Uh, Cause you were just on the road. Hardcore. Like mm-hmm. doing new year's Eve, which uh, everybody was like, are you working new year's Eve? And I said, several years ago, I decided to never work new year's Eve again, unless they gave me a great deal of money. Well, Cause I hate it. Yeah. yeah. I was offered a nice amount of money. So yeah. And that's why you went in August. And uh, it was in Vermont at Vermont Comedy Club. And, and that's a great club. It's that a great is club. Yeah. a delight. Yeah. One of my favorite gigs, the hotel is on top of the comedy club. There, but you it's not be- like you're playing in Misty's Lounge at the Holiday Inn. They're separate, right. <laughs> separate facilities, but they're in the same gigantic building, right? Yep. So it's, it's so, it's such an easy little commute. And uh, then I love Burlington and I I thought, well, this will be, I'll take my son. We'll have a vacation, some sort of vacation in this pandemic, you know? And uh, so I was. Did it snow? Yes. But here's the thing. It also attached, you know, we're going to go to New York for a couple of days before we go to Burlington. And then of course, New York, the positivity rate is like 22%, which I think means one in four people almost has COVID. Is that correct? (laughs) Uh, 22% of what though? I mean, 20 population is positive for COVID. I think that's what a positivity rate is. Kyle, I I normally don't care if my facts are correct or not. Could you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So so, uh, like, percentage of people with COVID in New York. So I want to make sure to get the, the search term right. Like what you're Googling. Yes. It's massive. Right. So right. I, I didn't want to. It is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So we skipped it and we went to, we went to Vermont a couple of days early, took the red eye, the jet blue, you know, you go to JFK and then we we're at JFK for four hours. You know, we got in at like 5 AM and the flight to Vermont didn't leave till nine 30. So I, I brought my big um, air purifier, you know, it was, I it, saw it your carry on and i just plugged it in and and we just sat next to the air purifier we right, went outside right. like hobos yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> we went outside and and uh, we you know we waited uh, on in uh the pickup area of jk which is just horrible just it's just yeah. it's like they have benches there's roof there's a, a series of roofs and then there's benches and the benches aren't under roofs so uh it makes no sense I, it, <laughs> right fucking airport but um so we ended up getting to uh vermont and then that day is ruined because we're we're both exhausted but then thursday didn't have a show on thursday night so we went skiing at uh, a um a wow resort called uh sugar bush which is like an hour away and it was so fun we took intro to skiing classes and um we were on the slopes for like three hours it was so much fun that's amazing yeah, we went back again on Saturday and just uh, by then we knew what we were doing. So no less. Sure, sure. We were going down the easy slopes, but it's so fun, man. I just, I think I skied once when I was 14, but mm-hmm. I've always been afraid of it. You know, it seems so dangerous, but yeah. when you're on a, the, the green paths, those are like the easy paths that you, you can't kill yourself. You can't, uh, you know. Okay. That's awesome. Good for you. That sounds yeah. super fun. And fun. then you did shows Friday and Saturday. It was Friday and Saturday. Uh, I was extremely paranoid. 
COVID and still am. Um, at least the thing about Vermont is, I mean, okay, so it's a highly vaccinated state. Okay. Uh, and Burlington and, and and the club won't let you in unless you have vaccine, you know, you're double vaxxed, right? So that's mm-hmm. so at least we have a base level of humanity that gives a shit about themselves in the club. Right. Right. And then the club itself has like new HEPA filters and they had two big gigantic air uh purifiers on either side of the stage. So Oh my gosh. So you didn't have to use your air purifier on stage? No, I did not bring it on stage. Okay. Because no. you were talking about it, yeah. Yeah. So I felt like the air is being churned, you know? Yeah. 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 But still, I, and even the, the staff was really, really diligent about asking people to put their masks back on when they finish drinking, you know, because yeah. just forget. Right. They, they take a sip and then they laugh and then they're just watching you. And all I can, you know, and I'm trying not to get, be aware that, you know, these, I'm just seeing faces in front of me and I'm unmasked, you know, that's the, I was thinking, fuck, I'm going to be, unmasked in front of strangers for you know a little less than four hours this weekend which if you you know all the COVID doctors I follow on Twitter they're like any you know you could get it in 10 seconds (laughs) oh my god well the thing is is you were in like this ideal situation yeah that I would be um that, that I, you know, at a, at a certain point, I think you've protected yourself as much as possible. And I don't, there's, there's not a lot more you can do about it and still do this job. Right. And still work. But then I think your mom fucking died of this thing. Mm-hmm. You, it was super sad. So you get to have all the precaution and all the paranoia you want, friend. You, yeah. Well, so. I, I mean, I, I, am I being paranoid even like if, from what I'm reading, it just seems like, and, and like, I, um, I'm getting it. I had six friends get it all boosted in the last week in Los Angeles. And I'm, I'm, you know, I am not protected at all. You know, the, the audience, and this is coming, this is for upcoming shows as well. The audience can protect themselves. They can put a mask back up, but I can't. So I'm right, gonna, and you're boosted, but I mean, yeah, just, just so people know, obviously double backs are boosted. Yes, but if you're inhaling with without, right. you are vulnerable, and right, you're right. Omicron, and that's what happens when we're on stage, right? So I feel fine, um, but I'm going to get a PCR test tomorrow, and I got I got one on Thursday because uh, yeah. we came back from San Francisco um, with my mother-in-law, and I just wanted to. We wanted to, because we had people over and there are people that have essentially been in our pod for the last two years. Yeah. And they're completely, uh, matter of fact, I'm socialed out, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, we went to Arkansas to see Andy's dad's wife. We right. went to, uh, <laughs> we went to Milwaukee and saw my family and we just did San Francisco with Andy's cousins and his mom. Right. And, um, and so over the weekend, so uh, New Year's Eve, we had our friends over to play games and um, drink Martinelli's, yeah. and we were all asleep by twelve thirty. And then, um, cider in the garage. Uh, we played in the house. In the house, they are. Um, they are. Yeah, well, they are in our pot essentially. And then, but yesterday we, uh, which was New Year's Day, mm-hmm. we. 
played in this room in the in the garage room of requirement which yeah. i've got i've got a filter going uh the windows are all open and stuff and i had the heater going and um it was several you know but there was five of us in this room and um yeah and then uh you know we had a friend stay a little bit after and we played some more board games it was super fun i got a board game for uh christmas uh, based uh, by Kim Joy from Great British Bake Off. Her her husband is a game designer and he made a card game about baking. And it oh. is very adorable and uh, a cooperative game for up to five people. And it was super fun. So that's great. That's cool. Um, yeah. It's weird. I we had the, we had four shows. We had two on New Year's Eve and two on Saturday. So two Friday, mm-hmm. two Saturday. And the first show was like, the audience was so cold it was weird and, and if i you know i had only done two 15 minute spots at flappers a week before you know and so i'd had like i guess i'd had like eight or ten days off from a long set which part of me is like i can handle that right i did two shorties in there so i'm good yep, yep. but uh you know I, after the fourth joke i'm like am i am i a comic what <laughs> is the timing is it is it uh it's it was just hard, and, and, but apparently they had a good time. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. The second show, and also um, because the seating was limited, the the club streamed the Friday Saturday shows for the first time. They live streamed them as they were happening. Okay, so people didn't want to come, or some people didn't bought, had bought tickets earlier and didn't want to come because Omicron. Um, so they just were able to stream it instead, and so I made a little extra money off the stream which is cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's weird. Like I, I, uh, I did a couple sets last week with masks on and I, I you know, they're, they're just the, whatever masks I bought on, um, Amazon, you know, but, uh, I guess there's a mask that's good for speaking, um, to be, to be understood by your speaking. So I ordered uh, like 10 of those and I'll try those out. I, I'm just really, uh, worried about being on stage in Ohio and Indiana. Which are the next two, right? The next couple of weeks, you know, mm-hmm. because um, they don't have mask mandates and, um, you know, th- their their governors are... Uh, uh, Dumb? Wine is a Republican, right? I think Ohio has a Republican governor. I think he does. I think he's not the worst Republican governor, but he is one. And so they're, you know, in that case, they're just, they're going to have people that don't think it's a hoax showing up to the club and... Ugh. God. Right. Cool when work. do you go back out? Um, in uh, let's see, in eleven days. Okay, so do you, it's the weekend of the fourteenth that you're doing Ohio, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're doing Ohio the thirteenth through the fifteenth, and then coming to New York on the sixteenth. Yeah. What do you think of our New York shows? Are they happen? Is that happening? I mean, so so far, I mean, nobody's. I mean, I don't know what the Bell House is saying, but um. Cause what I, cause I go out on the 15th right. for bell house and right. then I'm in Michigan and, uh, and then I'm in Wisconsin and, um, yeah, and, I mean, we're, yeah. Uh, we're almost getting the same kind of exposure. Well, cause they're spiking, they're spiking right. And left, Although but. Madison is really good about getting people to make sure they put their masks on when they oh, good. Know, make a lot of announcements and stuff. 
Oh, that's good. And yeah, what I love about Comedy on State is their love of, hey, assholes, you're here to see a show. True, it's true. And, uh, and it's my favorite. So. But you only need one person, Jackie. Right. That's the problem. You only well, need one person shooting their aerosols out, you know, mm-hmm. and getting into the getting into the uh, the oxygen of the room for you to pick up a case because you're going to be breathing it for 50 minutes. Right. It's uh, but I don't. I don't know what else to do at this point. I mean, I don't, I'm not the, I am not a scientist, but I'm also not a, I I am not independently wealthy. I have to go out. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I, you know, I was thinking about how much I do want to, like I spent New Year's Eve day uh, with Ron Funches doing new vision board. Oh, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. And uh, it was super fun. A lot of things from last year's vision board came true. Got yeah. a dog. Got a dog. Did not get to pet a horse. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I got voiceover. I did. I wanted to do voiceover work, and I got Bob's Burgers. I got to do a chapter in Sam Talent's uh, book. Yeah. I did a radio play. That oh, was yeah. super fun. And so I got to do more voiceover work, and I want to do more of that because that stuff you can do that from home. Right. And I love Los Angeles and being with Andy and the dog at home. And so I want to work more from home. And so that's back on the thing. I also put down that I want to I want to write some fiction. I want to write a novel. But how about this? How about I write a short story? Remember those those things I don't read? Uh, (laughs) I might as well have another podcast. (laughs) <laughs> something else I don't listen to. And uh, so, but I could write a short story and stuff. I, as a joke, put down more orgasms. And guess what? It's already coming together. Andy asked me if I was going to start a spreadsheet. And I said, <laughs> spreadsheet. Oh, anyway, so, <laughs> um, I'm glad you found each other. Cause there's no, <laughs> <one else reading. laughs> um, that's cool. Yeah, I, uh, I got a cork board for a a, 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 a vision board, and it's uh, I got it like three months ago. Uh, and so if I'm if I start when it'll be late, so you just went and got like magazine uh, pictures and stuck it on your. Well, I don't. We don't. We barely. We have a, uh, Andy gets Rolling Stone, which I clearly don't read, and then we get oh, the so. week. And uh, I think he <laughs> bought like somebody's kid was selling them. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, no. What I did was I printed a bunch of I printed a bunch of pictures off the internet hmm. because so the internet is full of images of things that I want. Yeah, your um, your vision board is in black and white then, or do you have a color printer? No, no we have a color printer. Yeah, well, you, don't, you don't you don't have a color printer? No, and the ink is way too expensive, and they're just too they're too messy. I have just a a, a toner based uh, brother. I just churn out those script pages that How I long. How long have you had this guy, the, the brother? $50, and I've had it for a couple of years. And okay, because ours keep breaking. And Andy does need a, a color printer for, uh, for for prototypes and stuff. Right, right. But, um, yeah, no, I also printed, like, like one section is family. Yeah. I, I left Delta One up there. Uh, Maria called me. Well, you Maria, Delta status is part of your your yearly goals. Yeah, yeah. As as every year, it's part of my. As, I don't right. know if you're flying forty two weeks a year, your Delta status is going to be part of your vision board. Of course. <laughs> and uh, but I have um, 
yeah, I have a bunch of family members that I did not get to see this year and then family members that I want to see again. Yeah. And then, um, and then I have like, like, I want to do wait, wait, don't tell me. Cause you know, like Helen Hong does it and Paul Poundstone. And I think I'd be really good at it. I think so mostly too. because I think they write the jokes for you. I'd be so good at it. <laughs> you, you can write your own jokes. I'm sure. Oh, I could. <laughs> um, I, what would you put on it? Like, would you put like being able to figure out how to just do like the, 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 like the six clubs you want to do. That's kind of what I want to do. I want to do the six clubs I want to do and I want them all to pay enough money so that I could stay home. Yeah. It's weird. Like I, once after Conan ended, I, you know, I started getting road work and I'm like, this, this will be fun for a year. Let me just road it out for a year. And then, and then Omicron happened and it's like, well, fuck, you know? And then I'm reading, like, people are saying we're going to have coronavirus for a long time, right? And and for everyone saying, oh, if you get a mild case, it's no big deal. But can your body get two mild cases? And, and you know, can you get three cases of COVID and still be okay or not have long-term damage to your body? You know, like, nobody knows. And so... Like, is this, what am I doing? So I really, I'm really at a loss. I, I was excited to, um, you know, have a nice little clip of road work for the rest of the year, um, of, the, of this past year, and then picking up again in 2022 and enough where I, I would be covering like my basic bills and still be home and, yeah, you know, just, yeah, just do the yeah. nut. Yeah. But, uh, and now it just, I, I don't know, it just, uh, then maybe, you know, in February or March, when they say this, this uh, particular peak will be done, it'll feel different again. But it's so frustrating to, to think you want to count on road work for money. But gosh, it's so fucking fun, man. Like, even as part of me was worried about uh, COVID, I was, you know, by the, the, the last show on saturday was like great it was so fun i was like oh this is vermont comedy club right they did yeah yeah it just it was new year's eve always sucks it always brings out the worst people it truly does the saturday second show is like normal again and it was really great and i was like yeah. this is the most fun thing if you mm -hmm. can do this how could you do anything else mm -hmm. you know what's what why would anything else be fun for you well except uh you know um because it's my primary income, I and the 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 crowds, like you say, you know, Saturday doing those shows at those great clubs, you're just like, I this is the best life. This is the dream. Right, right. But when you're grinding it out and you're doing, you know, a thousand other clubs that you're like, well, this is just another paycheck of right. whatever amount of money, you know, yeah. I've I, I if I gotta go to this place one more time, I'm gonna you know, why would I ever go back? So, uh, but it's just like, I mean, it doesn't make it, there's no money. The crowds yeah. are nice enough. Yeah. But the, the, the thing is run weird and it's just weird. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. um, ideally I get to, to just stay and, and, and it's just racking my body, even flying coach, like even flying Delta comfort. Right. And my body is already a temple that is uh that 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 I am ransacking like the huns. I mean, I am just like I am knocking this thing. So if I get Omicron, which I just found out is a transformer decepticon. Did you know? Anyway, I missed a window. I did. You would. I and, uh, 
I, I, I tuned out of many of those conversations. <laughs> so I'm surprised it took you so long. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was so like, um, I saw Spider-Man again for the second time. Our friends uh, rented the whole theater and then we all just pitched in. Oh my God. How, did, how much did that cost? It was, I think it was only like $230. What? To rent a theater? Yeah, it's yeah, way cheaper than you think. It's, it's way cheaper than you think. And then you get like 15 friends to spread out in a place that seats 100. Yeah. Oh, that's not and bad. you get to watch Spider-Man and and go, oh my God, it's so good. I saw it twice now. Oh, anyway, that's cool. So, yeah. I, I, my son and I watched uh, the multiverse, the uh, animation. Um, oh, good. The what ifs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, um, uh, my, ra- my body's being racked as well. Okay. Because uh, of flights. Yeah. Yeah. It's lots of travel. So, uh, I land on Wednesday and, uh, get an email from JetBlue saying my flight Sunday has been canceled. There's no, they're not putting me on another flight. They're just sorry that it doesn't exist anymore. What? Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. It's insane behavior. Um, I, I'm guessing because they had uh, people, uh, you know, staffing problems because of COVID, right? Was that today? Yeah. Okay. So then I have to buy uh, two plane tickets um, on one of the most expensive travel days of the year on with four days notice. Right. It was horrendous. And so we flew United back and it was like a... a 30 flight in the morning and we had to wake up at four, um, you know, four 30 to get there. And, uh, it was, you know, Oh, oh, and then the, we get on the first leg, it's going to O'Hare and, uh, it's delayed for like an hour. So, um, our connecting flight is it's the timing is like razor, razor thin. Right. Right. It's like, we're getting in at nine Oh eight and the connecting leaves at nine 12, but it's like two gates over. So as as long as we can get out of, yeah. Yeah. Stop. So yeah. I, I, I grabbed all of our stuff and I told my son, I go, as soon as that thing bings, you, you fucking run up that aisle. <laughs> the back of the plane. And right. So we, Cause you, you, you got the, you got the, he's got the stamina. He's got the, oh, he's, he's got the legs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's like a deer. Oh, it's, he's unbelievable. <laughs> In fact. And so, uh, he did run out there and, uh, you know, they had, they had decided to hold the plane a few minutes, but otherwise I wouldn't have gotten home till like 6 PM. You know, we, we yeah. would have spent like five more hours out of O'Hare. Oh my gosh. But anyway, sitting in coach, my knees in my boobs, it's just fucking so uncomfortable. And, uh, and just to sit in that position for like eight four hours, hours. Yeah. It's shitty. It's BS. And, uh, and it, I mean, I was talking to somebody about the Dubai gig and they're like, I would go to Dubai. And I was like, you're 30. Yeah, you should. You should go to Dubai. Yes, Knock sir. yourself out. Sit in a sit in coach for twelve hours. Enjoy that. And uh, I, 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 uh, I don't want to do it. Not, not, not without a great deal of money or no money at all, but business class. I'm just going to say, that? You spend your money to have it to business, but I think business is so much more expensive that even your money wouldn't. Seven grand. It was not enough. Uh, yeah. So to go to from LAX to Dubai. Yeah trip oh that yeah still, it's, it would be uh and that itself is the vacation you know yeah yeah except for that when i think about dubai i'm just like i you know i could go look at like 
the footprint of a dinosaur also somewhere else because it's like that's what you're looking at you're looking at the oh. worst carbon footprint in the world oh okay i was gonna say yeah. i don't remember seeing a lot of archaeological sites there but yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's the whole that whole area is like 20 years old basically in terms of the city and stuff and how some of these houses are over 20 years old remember that line <laughs> la story good stuff good times oh yeah johnny Steele had a had a, a bit like that about San Francisco and people and tourists and uh, the original settlers, <laughs> Brad and Janet. Here they are. <laughs> Johnny Steele. I miss Johnny Steele. He's, so uh, yeah. he's, he's still with us. Okay, he's good still for still bopping us. around. I think he made great real estate choices. In oh, good for him. And <laughs> now he's uh, living large and able to uh, just take gigs when he wants to. That's my vibe about Johnny Steele, which uh, may or may not be yeah. true yeah uh so i so i did a i did a, a one set at flappers yeah uh just literally just ping josh and i was like i know send a veils but do you, is there a t could i get a work in and he's like yes come on in and um and the show the audience was tight they were super tight i think they were like what are we doing out yeah, exactly. I think it was I think it was Wednesday. It, I don't know what day of the week. It was it was a Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday, maybe. And um it was it might have been Monday, actually, because I think we did our Patreon one on Wednesday, right? Or Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so Tuesday I was flappers and the crowd was tight. The the comics that went up were mad uh at the audience. And oh. so they burned every trace of goodwill yeah and um the mc talked to every single person <laughs> in the audience and it was just small talk it was not even yeah crowd work because he's <laughs> new he's, he seemed like a perfectly nice man okay. and uh so uh so everyone did not do well okay. including myself i did what i could i you know I did a little soft shoe and they were nice enough about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I also worked on, you know, the the five new jokes that I worked on on the Patreon thing. Mm -hmm. And um, but I but I opened with a with a with a stand. I because the thing about new jokes, when you're doing new jokes, unless it is a Zoom for your friends, yeah. um, start on something, you know, works, close on something, you know, works. Mm -hmm. And then all new stuff in the middle. If it's a short set, that's what I do anyway. Yeah. Because because I, I want them to to know that they're that even though these middle bits are premises, I can do stand up comedy. Yeah. So I've proven it with this first joke. I will prove it again with this last joke. And then in the middle, a lot of premises looking for punchlines. And there's a couple of punchlines, but not not as many as I want eventually. Right. Right. Um, so. let's see. I uh, eliminated another bit from the album. So now I now I'm down to basically three chunks from the album I'm still doing, right? And one okay. of them is a crowd work one that kind of so I I need to I'll slowly get rid of those as well, but um that's not bad, you know. Uh that's and amazing. I have <laughs> no there's absolutely no way I'm not doing my album when I go out. <laughs> I have maybe 10 new minutes. So you're going to hear American public 35 <laughs> minutes that you, if you've memorized it, did you see that somebody did like one of those sound things on I, TikTok? I saw that would be really cool. Yeah. It was, 
she nailed the time. I mean, her lip syncing was great and it was flattering. Who knew that there was uh, sing-alongs, comedy sing-alongs? Oh uh, yeah. Someone did that to one of my, my bits too. I, I don't know if it was the same woman, but uh, it's really fun to see, you know? It's kind of flattering. Uh, cool. I, I would think that I would be offended and yet I was not. Mm. And uh, plus she had over a hundred thousand views and she tagged me. So nice. We all win. Yeah. Um, we all win. Mm-hmm. um yeah so uh so yeah so i i'm gonna be doing most of the album for a good year like I, i'll write as fast as i can Damn. and and my dad my dad was telling me that he's been getting into a couple of fender benders what? and uh he's been uh-huh. getting into <laughs> that's what i said because uh, he said well this one guy gave me 1900 dollars and this other guy gave me $150. I said, please, Dad, do not use your car as a money-making tool. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is he deliberately getting into accidents with people? No, I, can't, I cannot imagine. I come, here's the thing. If you ever drive in a car with me, know in your heart that none of us are any good at it. The whole family is full of very mediocre to terrible drivers. Two, right. My brother, Phil, my brother, Scott. Phil's listening. Uh not great. Not great. Uh, I'm just okay. Andy would say, not great. Not great. So I understand. <laughs> so my dad, we get it. It comes honestly. My father, not a great <laughs> driver, but he used to put like 70,000 miles a year in his car. Yeah. And he's been in like no, like maybe one or two accidents that were his fault. So, but he is 84. Um, and he's like, I don't want them to take my car away. It'd be like cutting off his legs, right? Oh, right. Yeah. And um, so I'm worried for him and I'm worried. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a bummer. Betty White died two weeks before she turned 100. But she gets to, you know? Sure. Uh, she was 99. Was, <laughs> so. uh, yeah, she was great. And uh, 84, your dad is great, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. a great amount of years, and everything he gets after this is just like it's all gravy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Uh, he wants. Uh, you know, and he also. I mean, he uses the car. He drives other old people in that building to grocery stores, and they give him gas money. Oh my god! <laughs> so he is. Uh, he is a he's guy that is scamming to the end, and I really. That's not a scam. There. I mean, he's providing a service. And um, oh, Jack, Jackie, I'm sorry. No, you're right, and I used the wrong word. He's okay. providing service, and he is, and he's not. He's not charging him 100 bucks. They're giving him 10, 20 bucks, maybe. I don't know. But if but, are four people giving him 20 bucks, that's 80 per trip to the grocery store. And I'm right, just, and I don't. I don't mean scam. I mean I worship that ability. It's amazing, and he's had it since he was very young. Yeah. I think his dad raised homing pigeons and he sold one of them at school. Uh, he said the guy, he told the other kid that if the kid showed the bird his address, the bird would come back to that house. But uh, so he got like a quarter a for the bird. Stuff. That Great. was a scam. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch, have you ever seen On the Waterfront? No. What's that? What do you mean? Oh, Marlon Brando? Yeah. What? Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Could that movie. a contender. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he raised pigeons, I think. Yeah. 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 I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I've seen it once. I, I, I bet you it's amazing. Marie Saint, I think, was the girlfriend, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel people are well, screaming. 
this right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Let's take a break and okay. come back and maybe Kyle could look it up. Hi, I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Laura House. And we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added onto this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. Hey, Jackie Cation here. It's the beginning of a new year. It's a great time to finally start things. You could start things like diets, workout routines, or thinking about your financial future. This would be a really smart time to do it. Anyway, it's a perfect time to check out Wealthfront.com. That's right, Wealthfront.com. You can start investing in no time with Wealthfront's classic portfolio or make it your own with things you care about, like socially responsible funds or technology or crypto or crypto trusts or hundreds of other investments. Wealthfront was designed by financial experts to help you turn your good ideas into great investments uh, without the hassle of doing everything yourself. And the best part is their product is simple to use. It's powerful. It has a 4.9 or five stars on Apple app. Um, to start building your wealth and get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash Jackie Laurie. Wealthfront is spelled W-E-A-L-T-H frontcom slash Jackie Laurie to start building your wealth. So if you go to wealthfront.com slash Jackie Laurie, you'll get started today. Guys, this is Lori Kilmartin. If you've been trying to cut down on carbs or sugar, I might feel like you basically can't eat anything anymore. One of our new sponsors is Magic Spoon. It's Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. <laughs> their cereal. And their cereal has zero grams of sugar, 140 calories per serving, 13 to 14 grams of protein per serving in cereal. That's amazing. And only four net grams of carbs. Uh, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. They have a variety pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This like this stuff tastes like all those regular cereals, but it's way better for you. So Fruity tastes just like Fruit Loops. Fruity seriously tastes like Fruit Loops. The Frosted are Frosted Mini Wheats. I don't know. I'm probably not supposed to be saying the name of other cereal, but was it's delicious keto cereal. Yeah, I was trying not to, but you jumped right in with your brands. <laughs> Magic Spoon tastes exactly like regular cereal from your childhood, but it's super nutritious. It's delicious, delicious, but super healthy cereal that brings joy to your morning or your afternoons. I don't know why Magic Spoon only wants me to have breakfast in the morning. I have it five times a day. So go to magicspoon.com slash Jackie Lori and grab a variety pack and try it. Be sure to use our promo code Jackie Lori at the checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident with their product. It's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. And this is not your personal happiness in life because otherwise... <laughs> 
Man, I get all and that. It does not include a magical spoon, but it does <laughs> taste exactly like all of those cereals from your childhood. Yeah. So get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash Jackie Lori and use the code Jackie Lori to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring today's episode. We still don't know. Hey, I don't guys. know why we're getting factual this episode. Like, <laughs> Who cares? This, yeah, this is the years that you change. We're going to check our facts now. Nope. Thank this you. This is it. Now stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please do not make me multitask well, more that I'm doing. The show loses a layer of cool when we're trying to do facts. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. We wouldn't want to lose, it, uh, lose yes, that cool vibe. Was in it. Thank All right. you for playing. Are you, are you looking stuff up? Because I'll look up positivity rate. And oh, okay, yeah, because I, I, I said I tried it. I couldn't get a, a positivity, like a rate ratio situation. Like there was a lot of numbers, but nothing where it was like, let's down, run down the fun way to say this There's on a podcast. 11 million people in the New York City area. And there is uh, two, 22%. I mean, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard I to stop make before that doing math, but that's just because math. I have to tell you, the, the, the Ophira Eisenberg's um, subway joke story that she did on the patreon show Mwah, wait, so good that is a new closer that is a new closer about wait, wait it was captain america's from brooklyn oh yeah 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 that's great mm-hmm. yeah it was crazy people on the subway bit which is a yeah. classic new york tale yeah uh, but that but you can bring that on the road with you and you could close with that and i was like and there's so much there there she's gonna be able to just and she uh, like i was ta- talking to her afterwards and she said it's relatively new so she hasn't even tagged that up yet oh so, oh fira Damn. eisenberg get in there yeah Lighting. yeah she said, though, the actual story is funny and then you, all you have to do is just uh build on it a little mm-hmm. bit you know? yeah just start tagging it out mm-hmm. um yeah, I will say that uh, we should do Comic of the Week as well. Yes, our Comic of the Week is Sarah Milliken. Sarah uh, Milliken yeah. with an H, I believe. Sarah with an H, uh, M-I-L-L-I-C-A-N. She is a British comic. She's really, really funny. She has a great podcast called The Standard Issue. It's like a newsy podcast. And yeah. uh, she, uh, we just were watching a clip of her from this uh, theater show, just like a packed theater they were all there to see her and uh it was incredible and she's uh one of these british comics that turns out a new hour every year yeah Uh, thematically they do all that work i wish i had started in britain and i would be one of those comics but i'm just now i'm just i just put little ornaments on the tree and take the old ornaments (laughs) (laughs) you already have 35 minutes so the album just came out a month and a half ago so <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, but the album came out but I, I worked on new material for two years since then so it's not like it's all you oh know. that's true that's what I'm, saying I'm gonna cut myself some slack but she's oh, great yeah. she's great and uh so check her out sarah milliken 75 on uh on twitter. twitter yeah the videos are really funny so watch her stuff this week i'm supposed to do jetpack uh at bar lubitz on friday will it happen will it happen though i we you know we she rent this my friend of mine uh rented the theater yeah they still checked our ids and vax cards at uh at bar lubitz no uh at uh, so i'm hoping that they're checking ids and and vax cards at the door and yeah i mean uh the last time i was there they did yeah yeah awesome Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think if I do sets, I'm, I will try to do sets this week, but I might wear a mask uh, indoors if they're indoor sets. Just um, uh, LA is not really in a good place right now, you know? No, no. Ever, all of my friends who've had it, I'm so, a lot of them have had it, and now they're they're back to hiking, Runyon. I don't, but, uh, <laughs> but they're back to hiking and doing all the things that uh, Wealthfront thinks that we should do this episode. <laughs> Diet, exercise, plan for retirement. But um, but yeah, I think yeah, uh, I mean, you've already had Omicron. The world is your oyster right now, right? I guess I guess your world is your oyster if 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 you got over it within you know three to 10 days, mm-hmm. which is some people, it lasted about 10 days. Some people, it only lasted three or four days. I it's just, like, it's like periods. You never know how long they're going to last. I want to delay my case of COVID for as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I can't remember the person who tweeted it. It was a like on my list of COVID doctors that I, that I look at, but they're just saying if you delay it, the more you delay it, the more treatments they're going to have for it, the less it's going to harm your body. And if you're going to end up getting two or three cases of COVID over your lifetime, the less, you know, hopefully the less long-term uh, harm will do to your, your lungs. Your, I mean, it's a, it, it affects different people different ways. And, um, and of course, long COVID can even happen after a, quote, mild case. And the mild cases are... They're not necessarily what we think are mild. You know, it's like you're, you're not in the hospital. I don't mean to be, I'm sorry to become like a COVID tweet machine, but it's just. <laughs> COVID tweet machine. It's on, my, it's on my mind all the time. Every time. Right, right. I can tell. I can tell you're just like, because there's things you want to do, but there's also, you you don't want to think that you're taking unnecessary risks. You don't want to think that you're not being responsible and, and all these things because you don't want to get it. And like, I don't even want to get a cold Jesus. Right. Right. So it's weird. Like like I'm hyper responsible all the time except for the 50 minutes. I'm unmasked in front of a hundred people. Right. Right. Or 200 people. The worst. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I won't go in a hot yoga room because I don't want to be in a room with 25 people. Uh, but I will be unmasked in front of 100 or 200 audience members. What yes. is wrong with my brain? I don't know. Uh, do you want to talk about this? Oh, I do. I, that was. <laughs> that was weird. It was Pat. weird. Okay. Pat Oswalt, stand-up comic. Yes. Coming off the triumph of his, one of his bits being quoted verbatim in the intro to Bubba Fett. The new Star oh, Wars TV show. Tell me about that. So it was a bit of his, or I yeah, it was a rant from Parks and Rec. Oh, that, and it was quoted verbatim, and then they just acted oh, it out, and it was uh, ridiculous. And the best part of that episode. Quite oh, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, so that that for him, that's he can retire happily right now. <laughs> he did a show in Seattle, I think, at yep. a, a, a pretty a, like a theater. And yep. next to him at event at an arena, <laughs> the canceled Dave Chappelle was filling out yeah. an arena. Poor thing, poor Dan. 
Poor, yeah. poor Dave Chappelle. He's no. just, he, he can't do anything right anymore. It's hard for him to make his rent. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Someone texts somebody, and so he pops on over to the arena. Now, if, I don't care who you are. If you'd ask me if I want to do an extra set <laughs> in an arena, I'm there. I don't care who's asking, and I don't care who the audience is. It is so hard to say no to a set. It's just so hard. We're, we're not saying no during a pandemic, an airborne pandemic. All right. So you think our, our comic friend having a trash comedy is going to stop us per, from performing when we're uh -huh. in potentially deadly viruses? It won't. Right. right. I got. Um, so 10 years ago, I opened for Maria at that uh, next to the hamburger place in Atlanta. Right. And it was it was a it was a shining moment when Marshall was keeping that oh. guy who owned the hamburger place off of everyone's ass. Oh, the laughing skull. That's it, the laughing skull. Mm. So um, I was featuring for Maria. Joelle was in town. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the show, this is actually kind of funny because Maria comes up and goes, hey, Joelle wants to go to a club. Do you want to go? And I said, you guys are going clubbing? <laughs> and she goes, what do you think is happening? No, there's another comedy club. And so we go to this comedy club and it is the black comedy club. It is uh, mostly almost entirely. There was one white guy. Anyway, it's open until two, three in the morning. Right. And everybody's just doing showcase sets, right? 10 to 12, 10 to 15. Okay. And we walk in, we sit down. It's Joel Nosa manager, uh, Joel, uh, Nicole. Joyle Johnson, everybody, um, she just has, she has a new special out, find her, yeah. really funny new album, Yell Joy. Okay, yeah. so uh, we go, but this is 10 years ago. She, nobody, nobody knows. I mean, she knows everybody, but she's not Maria Bamford, obviously, right? And no one ever is. But we walk in, they ask Maria if she wants to do a set. And Maria's like, not a chance in hell. <laughs> and <laughs> and Joyelle is like, they're going to put me up, but I have to wait six people. And uh, and I am just fingering my emergency set list, right? Going, hey, hey, hey. would <laughs> I go up? Would I go up? And they did not ask me. They did not Dang. ask me. But I would have gone up and probably oh, yeah. eaten a dick. Holy smokes, would I? I don't know. Jackie, don't know. You're very personable. You can connect with anybody as far as I'm concerned. I think right, you're right. Probably I might have done really well. I might have been in my head though, right? Because you know, I, I might have turned it into something more racial than more less human yeah. and been a dick about it. But um I was not tested. I was not. <laughs> so Pat Oswald being asked to come over and do an arena set, he doesn't say no. Where's that? Say no. Yeah. And he's known Dave Chappelle for a million years. So he's, you know, he's like. <laughs> Wow, yeah. you that was a really stupid bit. All right. Yeah, because Next. Chappelle went that, you know, went to route, right? But, he, yeah. you know, I mean, and, and uh, I, when I, I saw him post some pictures and I was like, those are good pictures. I'm not sure I post them, but okay, it looks like a fun show. And it's weird. I haven't seen him because he got he got beat up pretty hard um, yeah. by uh, yeah. All white trans people, by the way. I was, I followed back, really? like, I, 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 well, at least the first 75. Yeah. I bet it wasn't matter to you, but I am no longer a fan. And, uh, but, yeah. it, and I would go back to their thing and I'm like, that is a white lady. That is a white lady. Oh, there's a white lady. All right. There's um, another white lady. Yeah. I mean, so, Twitter is just a fucking mess like that, you know? And, it, um, and then Meredith defended him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to my to my knowledge, Patton didn't respond to it. He did. He wrote something really nice uh, and he posted it on Instagram like. A, oh, did he? OK. Yeah. And he linked to it on it Twitter and stuff like that. So, you know, but the, you know, I, I don't know what people expect from comics. This whole you, you know, this person. So now you're stabbing me in the back, you know, like. Right. And I don't know where they work. They don't work for the the great princes of, you know, they don't work for Jesus Christ. They all work for white supremacists and assholes and, you know, dirtbags as well. And they still go to work. They still take the advantages that they can take to to increase their income to increase their yes. their productivity yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It, but, but you know we're we're like it's i just want to like let you know twitter users who are all up in arms like we have been on shows with the worst people on earth since day one you don't say anything you just go up and do your shit and if your shit's good, it'll offset theirs or whatever. You know, that's, that's not even your responsibility. You're just going to do your material and present yourself the way you are. Right. And we're, we've, you know, it's like, oh, you're going, to, you're, you're going to uh, do a gig in Reading. It's a three hour drive. Can I carpool with a guy who has 20 minutes on, uh, you know, <laughs> pro rate material? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I guess I'll get to it, you know? Yeah. So, so, and this is, these, these are relationships you have with people that aren't friends. Now those two are friends and, you know, Chappelle, he's getting old and crotchety and he's, uh, you know, it's, he's He's written a shitty bit and he's doubled down on it. Yeah. And he's having the legacy he's, he's earning by what he's currently doing. Right. 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 People love it and some people hate it. And I guess he's okay with all that drama. I guess he's okay with it because he keeps he keeps courting it. You know? right, he does keep at, not only courting it, also quoting himself. Like you're just like, what are you doing? Are, are you are you going to start referring to yourself in the third person? What's going on, man? And just to stand up and everybody, you're right. Everybody's stage time is that's all you get in stand up comedy. Control over and and there's so many people I like and I can't stand their acts. You know, oh. there's so many. So uh, I just don't want to be that person that's like, you know, uh, every comic, con- every comic has their own relationship with their audience, right? With the audience, with their audience, right? And if that's the relationship that Chappelle wants to have, fine, he's he can. He didn't have to, you know, like he had such a bigger, he had such a bigger umbrella that so many so many more people fit under and then he just decided to narrow his focus i guess and lose a bunch of people but um every you know that's everyone's everyone's choice i guess but it was it was really just like oh my god this the the pylon was you know it just, it felt like so twitter <laughs> so people just seeing a surface picture and making this a, a really nasty judgment about Patton because of it, it was just it was like classic classic social media you know, mm. I know. yeah I think it's uh it's time for a break that's what I hear yeah are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety do you quake uncontrollably even thinking about watching cable news Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, 
I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I, uh, it's okay. So it's Monday, right? When this comes out, I want to do, I'm not out again until the 15th and I don't have any sets. So I have to send out avails tomorrow or today to get up around town in the hopes. Mm -hmm. And I guess just go into buildings and hope I don't, I mean, I tested negative. Right. So, and I spent, there were so many people in the Fairmont in San Francisco, just, and everybody was masked. Right. But still, but, and except for the people with the under the nose mask, which you're always like, what's happening. I know you just need one of, just need one of those people near you for a certain amount of time. And you'll, it's that contagious. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. (sighs) <sighs> but it turns out I need to do stand-up comedy or I should just book a th- like that zoom show was super fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was, and it could be done again this uh, very week. Yeah. I, if I get my shit together. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we could definitely do that. Um, also, I loved that the, at the, the Vermont club um, streamed a show instead of trying to pack more people in, you know? Right. Right. And, you know, they had uh, locals, you know, Vermonters, you know, but also people from all over the place once they figured out it was available. Mm-hmm. But that also is that's good, too. Like, uh, I encourage any club out there like, you know, I'm sure the comic would be fine with less physical people in the room but for at the moment. If you have the ability to stream it out, too, for those audience members, just say and- if you have any symptoms or you're worried at all, stay home. You can watch the show live. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can actually, here's what I think is when you're watching a streamed show, you take on the point of view of the comic, not the audience, because you feel like you feel more connected to the comedian because that's who okay. you're and you're not in the crowd. Yeah. And because I had apparently on the, the private YouTube channel is being streamed to people yeah. were angry at the audience for not laughing. And they were, <laughs> and, and the audience was a mite, which made them even, which made, made it sound worse and stuff. But um, it was interesting. It was, it was like, I wonder if that you aren't in the crowd anymore. So it shifts your perspective on who you're, who you're identifying with, you know, are, are you identifying with your fellow people sitting next to you in the dark, watching this person on stage? No, all you see is a person on stage and you're like, I love this. Why aren't those fucking assholes laughing? <laughs> right. Well, and what I love is I know that, um, Acme has mic'd the audience really well. Yeah. So, and they could start doing it again at any time. It uh, yeah. can't. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I have to sit down, I have to edit Tuesday's dork forest. Um, and then I want to book a bunch of dork for us. I was reminded, um, I was reminded of many tasks while I've been trying to think about the next thing to talk about. I was like, I don't think we should talk about my many tasks, (laughs) but I really want to do zoom shows. I think this week. And I also want to try to write uh, a short story Mm -hmm. though. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I uh, majored that in college. If you want to chat, you major. Yeah, you majored in writing short stories. The Didn't you major in fiction. English lit? Oh, I prose did, fiction. But yeah. yeah, 
Wow. All right. Things, the book stuff. Right, right. It's uh, I remember in fifth grade, they gave uh, Mrs. Kalth, who hated me, and she loved my sister so much. Uh, but the uh, we both had her. And um, she would come up with the title of a short story, and then everybody had to write it. Oh, yeah. And it oh. would be like a Mad Lib kind of thing, where everybody would, you know, and then you would end up having to write the story. And I wish I had those stories, because I think I wrote two or three of them. And every single one of them, children beat up adults. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have had some rage issues when I was 10. Yes, now you could be the adult beating up children. Wait a minute, it could be dark. All of a sudden I'm squid games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, and I, I wanna, um, yeah. And so we will, we're keeping Christmas in our heart for another week here. So oh, lights and stuff like that, the tree, et cetera. Yep. Yeah, we went we went to Smokehouse uh, because I met my old roomie, uh, Jennifer McLean, for Across lunch. At, Warner Brothers. This smoke yeah, yeah, it's a regular Smokehouse, which mm-hmm. I had forgotten. They always do like a Santa blew up. You know, they always trick it out in a in a in a Christmas, and mm-hmm. so they had all kinds of awesome Christmas. Uh, decorations and they have a prime rib sandwich so i went there with jennifer mclean for yeah. lunch and then i brought andy back the next day because he's like i hate it when christmas is over and i'm like well it's not over till the sixth and <laughs> what these people are doing and uh so um so we had one more uh christmas outing mm-hmm. and that was super fun and then uh we watched prep and landing the series again last night, mm-hmm. which was super fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched that on Disney plus it is. Um, no, it's really good. It's, yeah. it's cartoons. Each one's 22 minutes prep yeah. and landing prep and landing naughty and nice, the sequel. Mm-hmm. And, and then a short prep and landing operation secret Santa, which has Betty white in it as Mrs. Santa Claus. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, so it's all on Disney plus. I just watched on the plane, the lost daughter. What is that? Oh, it's so good. If you don't like kids, <laughs> Olivia Coleman plays, and I'm so like, I'm like, man, she just did it right, you know? Whatever, she, however, she got to where she is, I fucking love it, you know? Uh, she's great. She's funny. She's she's just a great actress, and she's just like a, like a real person. And okay. I, she's a comedy person as well. Like she and Emma Thompson, I think they also have like some sort of I don't, I'm not sure link to stand up of some yeah. sort. But um, okay, so she's in it, and Dakota Dakota Johnson, who uh, I, I hadn't impressed me before. Not that I'd seen much of her work. I just thought she was the one that that uh caught ellen in a lie you know and oh. <laughs> did she she did she sort of kicked off the old uh the new ellen or the revelations you know uh but um she's the daughter of melanie griffith and don johnson so i have a i have a natural hesitancy and resentment towards her <laughs> of her hollywood lineage and her grandmother's children uh but she was really great um you know uh, well you should know olivia coleman yeah. She is uh, nobility. Her her mother is a lady, and and an English socialite philanthropist, and lady in waiting to Princess Alexandra of uh, uh, Kent, Princess uh, Alexandra of Kent. I assume that is yes. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. So oh. she is she is not just Hollywood royalty. She's slightly royalty royalty. Well, the, she, Princess Alexandra is one of the lesser royals for sure. No, no, she's not related to Princess Alexandra. She's a she's a, just a lady in way. She, so she whoever. Jackie, yeah. I understand what you told me. You don't know. <laughs> OK, uh, you got British nobility down. Okay, I think Princess Alexander of Kent is a, a cousin of Queen Elizabeth, but as you know, she there as you know, you have Charles's generation and William's generation. They're all replacing these cousins that are being pushed uh, pushed down the side. So, uh, but still, no shade to Olivia Coleman's mother, who obviously worked very hard her whole life, making mm -hmm. sure this lady got dressed, <laughs> <laughs> and and then Olivia Coleman got to be a great actress. Sure. Yeah. Because what's the lost daughter about? Oh, it's, I don't <laughs> want to explain it. You should go in open. It's okay. a woman our age who uh, goes out, uh, she goes to a uh, vacation uh, or holiday uh, on a Greek island and then things unfold. Well, I want to do that. I want to go yeah. on an island. Do, do I want the things to unfold that unfolded for Olivia Coleman's character? I didn't mind it at all, but you know, <laughs> I, I love this cryptic coding where the people that have actually seen this movie are like, she's a monster. <laughs> and, then, and the rest of us are like, oh, well, maybe it was I think nice. it's for legal reasons. I think she's intentionally covering up some paths. <laughs> Did you see it, Kyle? I have not. It sounds sad. OK, um, if we were to go with what kind of dramas Laurie Kilmartin enjoys. Child death. Uh, it, um, Irish child death, ideally. <laughs> um, or English child death created from the Irish. That somehow the Irish. An Irish written book about child death in the British royalty. <laughs> created by Irish <laughs> So do you have any sets this week? We have a, probably like four or five minutes left, right? I now? do have one. I'm doing a Jason Love gig. Um, I got to double check on Friday night where it is. Um, what? You're doing a Jason Love gig? At a no. movie theater for the elderly? What's happening? No. <laughs> I don't, well, work is work. I'm not saying, but. For Jason Love money, I can't turn it down. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Jason Love money is hard to, it's hard to turn away from that. I think because I was like home and I'm like, all right, it's a longer set and I'm home, which is, you know, how you. Uh, <laughs> pretty much any comic to do anything in LA is, uh, all right, you know. But um, uh, and then so you'll I'll, drive almost to Santa Barbara, and uh, that far away. I think I checked a map beforehand. Um, but here's my point: is that uh, yeah, when I try to do some spots and uh, stay uh, protected at the same time, work mm -hmm. out. I did do well on both my flapper spots where I was wearing a mask. I mean, I made a few jokes about it, and then I just went in with the comedy and uh, mm -hmm. hit them hard with the jokes, Jackie. That always works. <laughs> right, the writing will out. It'll just, it'll be fine. Even if yes. it's, even if it's through a mask, people are like, oh, that was a funny joke. I'm laughing at it. Yes. And yeah, what I like about the masks, quite honestly, and Priscilla's also in Toluca Lake, hmm. <clears throat> like the smokehouse, they got me, um, they uh, took, uh, I bought two paper masks that had uh, Santa's and mittens on them, uh, $3 a piece. And I was like, hey guys, uh, trying to make a profit here. 
Yeah. That, those sound useless. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could have lit $6 on fire, but no, no. I thought I'd put it over my face with yeah. the second mask. It's a good uh, de decorative mask over your <clears throat> mask, but like I was wearing two uh, N95s or KN95s for since from 6 a.m. till uh, noon today, uh, even longer with the time change. And um, my ears hurt at the end of the day, you know, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. so uncomfortable. I don't know how surgeons, I don't know how medical people wear this shit all day long. It's so incredibly uncomfortable. Right. It pulls on your ears. It's mm -hmm. hard, you know, and then you're just like, I need a piece of gum or I have to brush my teeth yeah. right now. Right, 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 right. I was trying this thing where uh, I, I, I rolled the mask up. So it was right under my nose. And then mm -hmm. I would consciously only breathe through my nose while I was drinking a Diet Pepsi. Mm -hmm. Even then I thought I'm probably gulping some air down and I just look like a total idiot now. But we all look like idiots. We all look like idiots. You're doing, you gotta, you gotta live. You gotta live. Yeah. And, uh, and you're doing the best you can. So I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Did you didn't happen to watch the rebroadcast of the Betty White? Did you? SNL? No. They rebroadcast they, they oh, re it last night. Yeah. Oh, nice. Jackie, yeah. I had two shows. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hair flip. Very yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.